Hi there, I'm bycasting right now because the stupid ass device is hacked and uh, DHS, go fuck yourself. Cease and desist, Kevin. By the way, I need some TP for my bunghole, motherfucker. Anyway, uh, this is very important stuff and they don't want you to hear it, so they are fucking with me. But I'm going to do it again. I'm going to play this again. Trump sold nuclear weapon codes to Saudi Arabia in exchange for massive payouts. He's a very nice guy. He's mostly a hateful person. But above all, one thing he hates is when people expose his schemes. He often has schemes that, even on the face of it, are pretty shady, pretty questionable, lacking in ethical morality, let's say. But if you dig deeper behind the front of the scheme, that's where you find true evil. Evil. And that's exactly what's happening right now with his golf tournaments connected he did, he did. to the Saudi, you know. So far, this guy, uh, his name is uh, Christo Ivalis. Go ahead and follow him on, on Facebook. I uh, cover his stuff a lot, actually. Um, he does a pretty good job, even though the stuff, the uh, titles are a little clickbaity, but I love. I love his little um, thumbnail images, and so I use those actually in my my podcast because they're pretty cool headlines like Trump found guilty and Trump sold documents to China and all kinds of great stuff. Back to league, the new the new division meant to compete with the PG. But he doesn't even mention um, Khashoggi. How come he didn't mention Khashoggi? I didn't know this about basically, okay, uh, I'm going to summarize here. That's, uh, I'm just checking to make sure they didn't fucking cut me off again. Cut me off two times already this morning. Anyway, uh, Khashoggi, everybody should know about Khashoggi and, uh, that B, what's his name? BDS, but, uh, and then Salomon. Um, the, uh, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. It's a real uh, fucking cruel, evil motherfucker. And, of course, he got along great with Trump. And uh, remember how Trump was cozying up with him even after the Khashoggi incident? If you don't know about Khashoggi, let me tell you, because you motherfuckers should were not paying attention. Uh, there's a Washington Post writer. And, by the way, why isn't the Washington Post... Fucking covering this in detail, since this involves one of their writers, actually. Um, goes back to, well, even past then, it goes back to the fact that Saudi hijackers. Remember the, all those fucking Saudi hijackers? They were fucking Saudis. Um, not Iraqis or, or uh, Afghan people. So, um... And remember how uh, Fuckface Nazi asked, uh, pointed out at the time that uh, the, you know, the hijackers, you know, he he was kind of, you know, once in a while, uh, um, he's right. It's kind of like that expression about the, even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> um <laughs> But Khashoggi, he was going to the consulate in, I want to say Istanbul. Was it Istanbul? Not Constantinople, but Istanbul, I think. Is it Istanbul? Anyway, 
and he never came out. His wife was, his fiance was waiting for him outside. And he went to get a wedding fucking, like a marriage license register or something like that. And he never fucking came out again. Because why the fucking bin Salomon, uh, Muhammad MBS, Muhammad bin Salomon is the name of the crown, uh, crown prince, let's call him MBS for short, he had instructed this guy to be killed because he had said, Khashoggi had said some, some critical things about fucking MBS. Um, in the Washington Post, so uh, what they did is they fucking chopped him up into little bits and they and they took him out in bo- in bags. They they uh, brought in like ch- bone saw, saw to to fucking chop him up into little bits. And yeah, and that that happened. And then I uh, remember Trump was sucking up to the Saudis real hard after that. And uh, obviously to turn the other cheek, to not talk about it because, uh, and also apparently, so uh, he gave away some other information about one of his other his other uh, MBS rivals, and that guy hasn't been seen since 2020. So fucking a, the guy is such a fucking evil son of a bitch. Hurry up and. Call Congress, 202-224-3121. Call the White House, 202-456-1111. Call the fucking Justice Department, 202-514-2000. And demand that they fucking lock these shitheads up two years ago. Find true evil. And that's exactly what's happening right now with his golf tournaments connected to the Saudi, you know, backed league, the new the new division meant to compete with the PGA and all of that. And what we now have learned is that it's not simply something from Saudi Arabia, but according to brand new info just released that Trump did not want anyone to see, it is a direct connection between Trump and the head of that murderous regime, and the guy who is literally, you know, a a murderer, the head of that country, MBS. And this absolutely tears Trump down, and it destroys him, and it's taken away all of the hidden resources he stashed away in Saudi Arabia, because it absolutely eats into any limited credibility this project had. I want to play a couple clips for you because it really sets the context before we get to this new info. One, a family member, a survivor of a family member of 9-11 who talks about how this tournament is a slap in the face to all Americans and especially people affected on those day on that day. But then also how Jared and Trump, when they were in office, used U.S. intelligence to sell, you know, uh, influence to Saudi Arabia and how they both likely profited off that. Listen to all of it because that last part especially could be connected very directly to Trump's now exposed scheme. Brett, you've been very outspoken about the Saudi-backed live golf tournament uh, holding events in the U.S. Um, Some, I guess, held by the former president, Donald Trump. Uh, Can you talk about that? um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I, I suppose sure. you want these 
these events banned? Uh, you don't want them taking place? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. Um, and, and we try, as an organization, I want to be very clear to all the viewers, we try to be as apolitical as possible. When 9-11 killed us, it didn't, it didn't uh, kill us, uh, uh, it didn't differentiate, right, between the left and the right side of, of, of the aisle. We were the first group last year to uh, tell President Biden to stay away from Ground Zero unless he honored his campaign promise to us, which was that if elected president, he would declassify the documents. Well, kudos to President Biden because he did honor that campaign promise. So I don't want to be, uh, I don't want this taken out of context as if we're attacking one side or the other, but with President Trump or former President Trump rather, we have a situation where we have a former president who by his own admission in 2016, when he was on the campaign trail, he is on record on Fox and Friends having said uh, that the prices of our wireless Bluetooth headphones down to two fifty nine. Why is no one jumping on such a low price? Boss, two fifty nine with free shipping is so low that people think it's fake. What? It was the Saudis that knocked down the towers. They should open up those files and they'll see that it wasn't the Iraqis. It was the Saudis that knocked down those towers. So in twenty sixteen. Uh, uh, the president presumed correctly that the Saudis did knock those, that the Saudi government did knock down those towers. Okay, we're pull up. Into any limited credibility this project had. I want to play a couple clips for you because it really sets the context before we get to this new info. One, a family member, a survivor of a family member of 9-11 who talks about how this tournament is a slap in the face to all Americans and especially people affected on those day on that day. But then also how Jared and Trump, when they were in office, used U.S. intelligence to sell, you know, uh, influence to Saudi Arabia and how they both likely profited off that. Listen to all of it, because that last part especially could be connected very directly to Trump's now exposed scheme. Brett, you've been very outspoken about the Saudi-backed uh, Live Golf Tournament uh, holding events in the U.S. Um, some, uh, I guess, held by the former president, Donald Trump. Uh, can you talk about that? What, um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I, I suppose you sure. want these, these events banned. Uh, you don't want them taking place? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. Um, and, and we try as an organization, I want to be very clear to all the viewers, we try to be as apolitical as possible. When 9-11 killed us, it didn't it didn't uh, kill us. Uh, uh, it didn't differentiate right between the left and the right side of, of, of the aisle. We were the first group last year to uh, tell President Biden to stay away from ground zero unless he honored his campaign promise to us, which was that if elected president, he would declassify the documents. Well, kudos to President Biden because he did honor that campaign promise. So I don't want to be, uh, I don't want this taken out of context as if we're attacking one side or the other, but with President Trump or former President Trump rather, we have a situation where we have a former president who by his own admission in 2016, when he was on the campaign trail, he is on record on Fox and Friends having said uh, that it was the Saudis that knocked down the towers. They should open up those files and they'll see that it wasn't the Iraqis, it was the Saudis that knocked down those towers. So in 2016, uh, uh, the president presumed correctly that the Saudis did knock those, that the Saudi government did knock down those towers. Then in 2019, he met with myself, my mother, and about a dozen other 9-11 family members with some FBI agents, former F uh, FBI agents with us on 9-11 in the White House. 
he shook our hands and said he was going to help us and that he was going to declassify these documents. Some point along the line from 2019 until up until this point, uh, up until a few months ago, uh, all of those promises and all those predictions, I think the former president forgot about because he signed a significant contract with Live Golf and he's now hosting the Saudi government uh, golf tournament, Saudi government funded and backed golf tournament. He held it at his Bedminster course and then there's one at the uh, live uh, at his um, uh, Florida golf course towards the end of the year. So for the today surrounding a multi-billion dollar deal between Saudi Arabia and Donald Trump's son-in-law and former White House senior advisor Jared Kushner. The New York Times reporting Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman invested two billion dollars in Kushner's private equity firm despite the prince's advisors warning this is a bad idea. Joining me now, Vicki Ward, investigative journalist and executive producer of Chasing Ghislaine on Discovery+. Plus. Vicki, good to have you back on the show. Let's get into this because a spokesman for Kushner's firm told the New York Times, Affinity, like many other top investment firms, is proud to have PIF and other leading organizations that have careful screening criteria as investors. A spokesman for the Saudi fund declined to comment on its investment process. But look, I know that you wrote a book about Jared Kushner. You know more details than most about his relationship with Mohammed bin Salman, the Saudi crown prince. This $2 billion question here is, why would MBS do this, especially if, as the New York Times is reporting, his own panel of advisors said, not a good idea. This is a huge risk. Correct. Um, Jared Kushner has no track record uh, as an investor. Zero. He was in the real estate business uh, before going into the White House. And as I wrote in Kushner Inc., he wasn't very good at it. Uh, and I also, as I reported in Kushner Inc., um, you know, it appeared that much of his foreign policy uh, was orchestrated for the benefit of the family real estate business, which was in trouble. Why now has uh, MBS given his fund with no track record $2 billion to invest? Well, last night I broke news on my Substack newsletter, Vicky Ward Investigates, saying that basically Jared Kushner, according to three very well-placed sources with direct knowledge, uh, used handed over to MBS and his father American intelligence suggesting that uh, a cousin of MBS who has long had the support of Washington, who is considered a hero uh, a by the CIA, being given a medal, uh, was thinking of uh, sticking up his hand and uh, deposing the king. This was a man who was the crown prince at the time. Jared Kushner basically uh, handed the Saudis this information, thereby giving Mohammed bin Salman, the opportunity to uh, Kill him. get rid of his rival, uh, kneecapped like This they man did has not been Bishogi. heard of since uh, 2020. So basically, uh, Jared Kushner gave information that was supposed to belong to the Americans, to the Saudis, thereby giving Mohammed bin Salman his job so, as the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. That is now, now look, this is a huge thing that you're reporting. And I just want to say NBC yeah. News does not have this reporting. You're saying that you...
last night in your Substack newsletter. Have you heard any response by Jared Kushner or someone representing him upon making these claims? No, I have not. And when I reported Kushner, you know, there was a... Obviously, it's a fucking money laundering operation. Give him $2 billion for that information so he can chop up his rival into little bits. Voila. Here's a summary. Exclamation point. from the Saudis. in exchange for Exclamation point. Just like Kushogi. They don't know how to put, they don't know how to spell that. Let's see it again. Pretty sad, actually. His fiance was waiting outside.
was going to challenge Right. Rumor. Um, it was. I should does not have this report, and you're saying that you broke it right. last night in your Substack news letter. Have you heard any response by Jared Kushner or someone representing him upon making these claims? I no, Who cares? I have not. Yeah. And when I reported Kushner Inc., you know, this this there was a rumor um, that was much more vague than what I'm reporting now. And at that time. A spokesman for Jared Kushner said, you know, that this, this rumor that he had given intelligence to the Saudis was not true. But the intelligence community pushed back. Democrats in Congress did ask for an investigation into this. As you know, Alex, he was not given a top se uh, secret security, security clearance, clearance. Yeah. Um, yeah. by the CIA. Yeah. And this, I am told by my sources, this was the reason. So you could see the first one. Trump didn't have to do this. Like, I get it. He wants money. But he, he clearly knows what he's doing. He knows that he's backing an evil regime. But now we actually get the full extent. And as noted in that clip with Jared, like, we now know that he took intelligence. And whether he did that as a rogue agent or whether he did that on Trump's request or whether it was some sort of planned thing because they, the U.S. government wanted a certain outcome in, in, in Saudi Arabia, who knows? But in any case, the current regime in Saudi Arabia has a certain loyalty to Trump and Jared and all of that because they got critical info at a transition period that allowed MBS to be basically neutralize all of his rivals and take full power immediately rather than through some protracted struggle. And then lo and behold, Jared gets $2 billion and Trump gets a golf tournament. And here's where this new info comes out. And this is the thing that I think is really going to sink this for Trump. Any money he's got hiding in Saudi Arabia, whether it's his own money or whether it's all these, these, these funnels of cash that continue to flow to him, that might get severed now because of this new info. And it notes here, the Democracy for Arab World Now group has called for the Department of Justice and Congress to look further into the disturbing facts and circumstances surrounding the controversial golf tour 
and its ties to the former president after new details on its funding were revealed as part of an ongoing lawsuit filed by the PGA against Live Golf, reported Ewan Palmer. On January 13, it was revealed during court proceedings that the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, PIF, a sovereign wealth fund that is headed by the country's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, owns 93% of LIV and pays 100% of costs associated with events. Don claims that this is the first time the full extent of the ownership of LIV Golf has been disclosed. Sarah Lee Whitson, the executive director of Don, said in a statement, the revelation that a fund controlled by Crown Prince MBS actually owns almost all of LIV Gulf means that MBS has been paying Donald Trump unknown millions for the past two years via their mutual corporate covers. And so basically what you can see here is that the tournament was already shady enough as it is. It was already ethically questionable enough as it is. But then when you factor in that the PIF is essentially controlled by MBS and the Trump golf tournaments are essentially controlled by Trump and all the courses are essentially controlled by him and his family, that you can see a direct cash payment from an MBS thing to a Trump thing. This is not just a Saudi company that may have some tangential investments from the government. It might not just be owned by a few Saudi businessmen who, you know, happen to be Saudi and want to do business in the United States. Maybe shady, but not necessarily. This is. And I think this has exposed everything. And so why did Jared get the $2 billion? Why are Trump getting these golf tournaments? It could be because they provided U.S. intelligence to MBS to take out his internal rivals in his own country. This stinks to high heaven, guys. Trump's been exposed, and his money funnel from Saudi Arabia to the United States might just have gotten busted. Eat this, not that. Here we have tofu. I won't touch this. Hi, it's Dr. Gunder here. Today I'm revealing which proteins are good for you. Exclamation point against the former president. For selling literally the lives of his rivals. Involving Trump and Jared Kushner selling the lives of our intelligence officers. Every time Trump takes a breath, it's ethically and morally wrong. This is also why Trump won't leave the country for business or a vacation. No country will guarantee his safety, especially while flying. I used to think Nixon was the worst president ever. Boy, did Trump make Nixon look like a choir boy by comparison. Definitely. 
Trump cozying up to Saudi Arabia, Putin, and Kim Jong-un. What a patriotic American. Yep. Jay Grushkin. I'm going to follow some of these people. He's got... How come these people don't have any fucking subscribers? It's very suspicious. Fuck you, DHS. Cease and desist. Kevin. Fucking Brad. Dicks. Fucking stop harassing me. You will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law if you don't fucking leave, leave me alone. Jack Smith locked Trump up today. Lock him up. But we'll never know the depth and breadth of the treasonous acts committed. Well, let's get started figuring it out. Americans should lock Trump up, carrying on about him not being liked by Americans, causing so much anger and violence at his rallies. Lock him up already. This is what happens when the fox has the keys to the hen house. They loot and pillage the place, then invite other foxes over to partake. If this is true, lock him up now. Again, how did Jordan know what kind of car was parked in Biden garage? I sure would get better security like cameras that take pictures of intruders with loud sirens for notifications of intruders. Lock him up and throw away the key forever. I feel really bad for his son, Baron. The kid deserves a break from all these disgusting crimes his dad and the rest have committed. Aren't all the codes changed when a new president comes in? They should be. Putting Trump back in office would be horrible for us all. Blessed be. Lock him up already. This is super dark, even for the orange lard. Orange lard ass. Amazing report. I hope that they dig into this one. Orange lard ass. That's pretty funny. Trista. It says orange lard, but I think orange lard ass is funnier. Orange lard ass. Orange lard ass. Um, this is super dark. Uh, amazing report. I hope that they dig into this one as bad as I think it could be. I'm always proven wrong by the depravity of this evil man. If you even joked about the stuff or anything like it, it should be another 10 years under a prison. Here we go. This is treason. Uh, and fucking terrorism. Aiding and abetting. I've been wandering um, and terrorism. Every hashtag I've been wondering exactly this for some time now. I wouldn't be surprised if so. He needs to be tried for treason and if convicted. Given the maximum penalty the law allowed, a couple nights ago at a dinner, I asked my dining partner, who knows which of our enemies he sold the dogs to. Saudi is not a friend. At most, it's an alliance of convenience. Yeah, for cash cow. Yes. Harriet Harlow. Subscribe. I go to the dinners. If an old lady stole a bunch of pet food from Walmart, they are arrested and a whole bunch of fines. Shake my head. <clears throat> yes. 
Nothing good surprised me about Trump at this point. You could tell me he was planning to open a portal to hell to ask to Hulu for a way to stay president. It would not faze me. <laughs> wow, yeah, I bet that actually happens. Just throw them all in prison already? Well, along with DHH's essay's sports-washing effort comes the money angle. If the Justice Department and Jack Smith aren't preparing indictments under RICO, they should be. This has got rock-tearing written all over it like so many other DJT enterprises. Yes. Good point, Mike Kalelo. It's got one subscriber. These are These must be fucking fake people. They're just fucking with me. They put me in a captive portal and they just made all these comments. The tournament always stank, but now it reeks. Christ, oh, I love your commentaries, but I'm sick of this crap. Every day as crimes unfold and nothing is done until I see him cuffed, dragged, and thrown into a prison cell. I can't take any of this seriously. Justice for some is no justice at all. Hmm. Volk Terror. Tony Semblin. I'm going to follow. Seven subscribers. Very thoughtful comments. He's one sick guy and needs to be in prison. If Jared screws up, I'm sure MBS will have Jared walking around without his heads. Christ, so it wasn't the nuclear codes, it was nuclear documents, but just as bad, if not worse. Oh, oh, okay, so, yeah. I'm just getting that, okay, one of the reasons he was so adamant about holding on to this stuff... Is that it's incriminating. Starting to wonder if the files found at Biden's place were planted. It sort of reminds me of the whole Watergate break-in. Yeah, exactly. I thought they were planted also. Well, I was thinking the same thing. They were planted. Yes, me too. Yeah, all these people are thinking we were thinking of the same thing. That's what I'm thinking too. And a Democrat representative brought this possibility up as well. It's noteworthy that the rep is a black American and black people are used to having shit planted on, on them a lot. Yeah, I thought of that when they were first discovered. Notice how Trump always accuses others of what he's guilty of. That was where my thoughts also. Yeah, me too, but let's be fair. They would would have bungled it. Timing is too fishy to be coincidental. Maybe the first ones were real, but round two and round three seem really bogus to me. They were planted in his house. 
I totally agree they had to be planted. Yes, I think they were planted also. Definitely planted. Wouldn't Biden's private home have an outside video camera? Yes, my thoughts exactly. And how could they know what kind of car Biden had parked in his garage unless they planned the documents themselves? That's me. 46 seconds ago. Whoa, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Yeah, all these people. Hmm. Need a twizzle stick. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Republicans. I'm sure, um, Make Biden look silly Leon the tuxedo cat. <laughs> Subscribe. He's only at 16 subscribers. Why? If a Democrat did any of this, the GOP would be calling for him to be tarred and feathered and put in jail. But some took a job in Arizona one summer as a federal park ranger. But I lived year-round in PA a month after I filed. This is something that I wrote. A month later, a month after I filed my taxes, I got a nasty letter from both the IRS and the state of Arizona saying I was hiding money from them. I had to submit copies of all my paychecks and got get letters from my employer saying that from April to September I worked in Arizona and from October to April I lived and worked in PA point out that my home was in PA and that there was no way I was flying to and from Arizona every day and I had made only about 30,000 that year and that was working three jobs talk about a fix Jesus Christ superstar were you by any chance a
Exclamation point. Connell Dump. Connell's. Trump threatens to murder Judge Clarence Thomas? What the flock? Last chance for all Americans under 65. Check your eligibility for the... So, folks, he's at it again. Old Donnie is at it again, and even more than usual on a day that really he's been dreading for nearly a decade. Of course, there's been a lot of bad outcomes for him in recent weeks in particular, but the release of his taxes today might be one of the biggest political and personal blows to Donald Trump in his entire life. Again, certainly in the last little while. And not only is this shedding light on a lot of major issues, and we don't even have the full context yet, he is lashing out, threatening people, violently threatening people, not just politicians, but the entire Supreme Court and their families in a way that even for Donald Trump was pretty galling to see him threatening former friends like Ginny Thomas and Clarence Thomas. But this is getting ugly. Watch this because it explains exactly why all of this is so dirty and damning for Trump. And then see his absolutely unhinged reaction to preempt any arguments that Republicans are going to make that this was too quick moving, that this was part of a political ploy to release and embarrass the former president, and that this could be a slippery slope for taxpayers moving forward, that everyone should be afraid about their tax information being released to the public. And I want to read what Richard Neal says, sort of preempting that. He said, a president is no ordinary taxpayer. They hold power and influence unlike any other American, and with great power comes even greater responsibility responsibility. And like Abby was saying earlier, some of the things that we might be able to look at in these tax returns are what kind of charitable donations the former president made, as well as any foreign entanglements that he might have had. Remember, that is why part of the precedent of releasing your tax returns on the campaign trail is so important, because voters get to make a decision when they have all the information, they can look at everything and make a decision about whether that person is someone they want to support. That never happened with Donald Trump, and there's no law that says you have to release your tax returns, but it is an important distinction here as to why Democrats felt like they needed to move forward with all of this. Jessica. All right, right, Lauren Fox. As I mentioned, the GOP taking control of the House in just mere days. Uh, Timing everything here. The Democrats releasing these at at the last minute they kind of could. We know that Republicans are planning for a lot of oversight investigations, but is there any indication you think that they're going to try to push back on this specifically? 
think they're going to message around it, and we've already seen that. But Republicans actually have an opportunity right now. If they want to, they can push to put this in legislation so that future presidents, including Democratic presidents, uh, will be required to release this. That's not where their messaging is at right now, mm -hmm. and it might never Democratic get there. Presidents. Are they going to use this to try to... Uh, require more disclosure, not only from Joe Biden, but from everyone in Joe Biden's family? Probably. But the truth of the matter is there's a difference between running for president of the United States and being related to somebody or in somebody's family or uh, even a candidate for other kinds of office. This has long been what Americans expect. And uh, the messaging from Republicans so far has been that if they can do this to Donald Trump, they can do this to you. Like the ordinary person will somehow have all of their uh, voluminous, you know, tax information revealed. It's, first of all, simply not true. Second of all, there's no interest in making an ordinary member of the public Isn't tax Isn't a fucking law to show your tax returns, for God's you sake? Did, what would it show. Most people can file an easy return. Many people who earn a fraction of what Donald Trump's holdings are paid much more in taxes in 2020 to the best of yeah, everyone's knowledge. He paid knowledge. fucking and zero so taxes it in 2020. Is, so far, the messaging is paid. kind of a scare tactic, but it's really not on point. There's paid a zero taxes in 2020. Exclamation. Gave zero dollars to charity. Polling shows that huge majority, somewhere between two-thirds and four out of five Americans, say that former President Trump's tax return should be made public. Well, and it is the precedent. And to your point, the average American is not running for president or the president. There are, there are very few Americans doing that. Stephen, can you explain some of the things you'd be looking for that would be, say, a blockbuster? pieces or key nuggets that could be gleaned from this? Well, we just got the documents posted, and I've been looking closely at foreign accounts, 
and foreign sources of income in the last hour. Uh, what strikes me immediately is that um, in 2015, 16, and 17, Donald Trump had foreign accounts in the UK, Ireland, China, uh, and also uh, looks like St. Thomas, ST. But then in 2018, uh, only UK. In 2019 and 20, only UK. And so that's one of the things I'm looking at. And we know from last month's trial uh, of the Trump Organization in New York that Trump's accountants, tax accountants, said that his presidential returns had to be squeaky clean. <laughs> so I, I suspect that things got cleaned up some later on. Yeah, and it, and it is interesting, Although and that's a little bit of what Chris was talking about earlier too. Is that you were you were saying that it's going to be key about foreign entities? Where where were the investments? Where was the money going? What foreign entities was he involved with? We also know that President Trump was supposed to be. Why do you have such a problem, comma contributing something? He have a mandatory audit uh, from the IRS, and he didn't have one three out of four years. Uh, he was always so paranoid around his taxes, as you alluded to earlier. Uh, do you think that you know there's any appetite to codify this into law from from it would have to come through Congress? But also, you know, doesn't this just speak to just the broader paranoia of Trump's feelings around his money and his taxes? Yeah, and, and I do think this goes to politics in general. When yeah. you're thinking about Trump, you know, we can always say, is his base going to turn on him for everything that happens, right? You know, any kind of glitch in order. And there's something that's going to do that. Hour. Probably not. But when you look at Trump, the things that he really cares about Live are CNN his news and the narrative that he built for the last several decades, before he ran for president, before he even was considering... So he's a different CNN, the lead CNN. CNN breaking business newsroom. Uh, CNN Africa uh, business. Business.
in first place. Okay. He has $105 million, despite his fucking lies. Of course, he gave $0 a charity. He has a Chinese bank account with a Chinese Tommy, China Communist Bank. This should be fun. When they find out... It seems like a Comedian. 
Okay, these are all these people. Hmm, what the fuck? Okay. Are you guys still there? Those the words. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm new to tick When you're new to one of these platforms, they give you the, like... They seem to be, like, paid or, or uh... Fucking birds are noisy. Fucking birds. Fucking birds are noisy. Little guys, you wanna go outside? Yeah, okay. Take you motherfuckers outside. Oh. Okay. Yeah, fucking noisy. 